0: From DeCrypt Media, this is the DeCrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Deemer. Today on the show, Robinhood finally gets customer support—that's sarcasm, but seriously, Bitcoin breaks barrier, and it's a good time to be a Bitcoin miner. That's today on the DeCrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, October fifth, two thousand twenty-one. Got an email from Jerry yesterday and Jerry said, hey, you're running for Congress. You should give us a campaign update. And are you really seriously running for Congress? Yeah, yeah, I'm 100% serious. And I'll give you a campaign update. A little backstory first. I started running for office on uh, in the end of March or early April. And I've been running this campaign for about six months. I'm running in Ohio, Ohio 16. As you know, Anthony Gonzalez, if you read the news, Anthony Gonzalez, who is the incumbent, decided not to run again in 2022, which leaves uh, a Trump-supported endorsed candidate as the front runner for the Republican Party. I'm running as a Democrat. Now, let's please first let's take the brands out of this conversation: Republican or Democrat? Why are we all here? Because we like crypto news. We all support the crypto blockchain space industry and innovation. So please, like I want to do with my campaign, disregard partisan politics and let's focus on the solutions. And that's one thing I'm running on is solutions. I want to make sure that, of course, Bitcoin blockchain, we support the innovation. We have the industry thrive here in America, as well as one thing I really want to do is bring back all kinds of industry back to the United States. Our supply chain is messed up and we need to have that here because we see how reliant we are on things being made overseas. It's a national security issue. Another thing I'm really focused on is the trades. I think trade schools should be back in high schools. We should have dignity in work no matter what your path is and make sure that people have the encouragement to build a great life for themselves. And one thing I really like about the crypto space and DeFi is the way that it's trying to create financial inclusion and access for everybody to understand about finance, to understand about your finances and be participants in these markets of the economy, of stocks and trading and Investing in your future. I mean, those are all good things, in my opinion. Anyway, I want to make solutions, not problems. I'm not running on division. I'm running on solutions because we really have to have people going in to do work to create solutions for the problems that we have, have conversations with different people, and really start, well, you know what, being a grown up and going out there and talking to people, and having hard conversations. That's the whole point. How's the campaign going? Well, to be honest with you, it's going. Uh, we're kind of like at this know, limbo spot right now. We're out there, we're calling people, we're talking to people, we're reaching out to all kinds of people in our district, but we, the districts are gonna change. We lost a congressional seat in Ohio, so it goes from 16 to 15, and they're drawing the districts right now, and honestly, they're taking their good time doing it. Basically, everybody who's running as a challenger is pretty much in limbo right now to see where they're gonna run, But we have a very good chance of winning this because, look, I'm a solution-based candidate. Now, a little bit about me, because I think a lot of people don't know my background. If you don't know my background, you should probably uh, listen to the Jay Gould show. I did a pretty good job of breaking it down. But, you know, I did my uh, political science uh, bachelor's degree in the University of Hawaii. I got a full scholarship to study Chinese. So I'm fluent reading, writing, speaking. Uh, Maybe not so fluent anymore. It's been a while since I actually spoke. But I was at one point in Chinese. I lived 13 years in China from, from 2004 until 2017. Uh, I was an executive, uh, a GM, a COO at companies with over 200 people, managing international staffs of 30 different nations at one time, you know, millions of dollars a year in business in China. Also did some work in Hong Kong been to Singapore, uh, been all over Asia, by the, by the way. I uh, got a full scholarship for my MBA in Taiwan, uh, where I started a small business, and then I have a small business now where I make podcasts in the crypto blockchain space, so I understand about tech and the emergency, emerging industries, and I've been working in the crypto space for about five years, and I've spoken with probably everybody in the crypto space. I'm telling you this because a lot of people ask, oh, what are your qualifications? And they're actually a- asking for your re- resume. Uh, but, you know, even though I did go to university and, you know, got a full scholarship for my MBA and, and worked abroad, like I said, um, I'm also a high school dropout. I just wanted to be a chef when I was a kid. And I didn't like school and traditional school. And this is why I really support the trades because everybody told me that if I didn't go to college, I would not amount to anything. Literally, the words, you won't amount to anything. And all I want to do was go to work. I Love working, I love physical labor <laughs> that's why I hit the gym every morning because I just like physical labor. Um, my girlfriend just told me an interesting story yesterday. She came back from her hairdresser and her hairdresser, who always wanted to be a hairdresser, always wanted to be a hairdresser and got a full scholarship to study this art this craft this trade, and you know was going to this school that she got this scholarship for, and she was recalling on her graduation day that they would tell about all of the people that got these great scholarships or they're, where they're going to Ohio State or to Michigan or to Harvard and all these other paths. But nobody mentioned her. And she was very down about that because she achieved the goal that she wanted to achieve, which was getting a scholarship to be a hairdresser to a great place. And she was happy about that. And she was telling my girlfriend how nobody even mentioned her. And how sad is that? Anyway, I can rant about this kind of thing all day, but that's not what we're here for, for. But I want to just reply to Jerry and answer this question. And I appreciate you asking it, Jerry, because I don't talk about it a lot on the show because I want the show to be nonpartisan. I want it to be about crypto. And uh, well, I don't want to be putting politics in my ideologies in here that much. But if you ever want to talk to me about it, you send me an email, Matthew, or at send me your phone number. I'd love to give you a call. Or if we have enough people, we can organize a Zoom chat and just get on and chat about politics. And hey, if you're an American citizen or a Greek card holder, I know I have a lot of international people listening. How you doing? Didn't mean to leave you out into this conversation. But if you are an American citizen or a Greek card holder, you donate to the campaign. Go to deemerforcongress.com. That's D-I-E-M-E-R for congress.com. I take Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as well as credit cards. And we're running against a campaign that is very well funded, but they don't support Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So. And honestly, even if they did support Bitcoin, do they have as much experience and knowledge as I do? Probably not. Anyway, support the campaign, and that's our update. Jerry, thank you for asking that question. Now, to those crypto prices. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin was over $50,000 when I started planning this show for today, but now it's at $49,845. Popped over $50 today, and it's down under $50 right now. But let's put this in perspective again. We have broke the $50,000 barrier a couple times. Uh, we had it on September 4th, 5th, and 6th. We're over $50,000. Then by September 21st, we were down to $40,000. Everybody said, oh, it's over. Now we're over $50,000 again, and everybody's bullish again. And, well, remember, back on July 11th, we are at $29,000. We were not doing bad. We're not doing bad. So we popped over $50,000 today. However, we're down to $49,800 in whatever I just said. We're up still in 24 hours, 5.6% or 20% in seven days. Ethereum's at $3,435, up 4% in 24. Binance Coin is $436, up 5.3%. Cardano's $2.19, up 1.3 and in 24. And Tether's in the number five spot, rounding off the top 10. XRP, Solana, Dogecoin, USDC, and Polkadot. Everybody's green in the top 10. Total market cap, we're at $2.17 trillion, up $30 billion in 24, a BTC dominance of 43.2%, and an F dominance of 18.6. Now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Deeper Network. The ticker, dpr ranked number 386 on coin market cap its price is 12.4 cents up 1.7 percent in 24 hours market cap is 98.3 million dollars fully diluted market cap is 1.24 billion dollars that means there's 8 percent in circulation and why do i keep telling you about how much a fully diluted market cap is and how many is in circulation because if you hear this and you go to look at the project and you Fall in love with it for some reason, or obviously this is not financial advice, but if you look at it, just please look deeply into where the other 92% of the tokens are. Are they to be mined? Is this a proof of work system? Is it a proof of stake system? Did they do pre-mining? Meaning that there's coins mined already and maybe and maybe fifty percent is in the founders or the creators' hands that are vested and will be unlocked in a certain date. And then next you know you're flooded with fifty percent more tokens into the system. Is there a vesting schedule that you can know about? Is it just well, whatever their tokenomics are? understand that 92% of the tokens are outstanding. That means if you want to keep the price at 12 cents for all the tokens to come back into it, you have to have a $1.2 billion market cap. We're at almost $100 million today. So it needs to go up quite a lot. Just know if you're going to invest in something like this with with an outstanding circulating supply of that much, understand where the tokens are. Where can you buy this? Speaking of buying this, you can get it on Uniswap. Gate.io, of course, Loopring, and 0x protocol so what does deeper net do well their vision is deeper network combines blockchain network security and sharing economy to create a global peer-to-peer network that empowers the real users of the internet and paves the way for the next generation of the web it looks as though they're making a decentralized web solution powered by blockchain and incentivized by tokens dpr tokens to be exact Links in the show notes. Make sure to D-Y-O-R, look at this, and make sure you go deep diving into the white paper and understand the tokenomics because, like I said, 92% of tokens are out there. We don't know what's going on. I don't know because I didn't do the deep dive into it. You need to just understand that those tokens are out there. Understand how they're going to be released into this ecosystem. Moving into our headlines today. Robinhood announced that it will be enabling 24-7 phone support to its 22.5 million users. This change comes after users basically complain that they lack support. The company says it will give users the specific number its representatives will call from in order to prevent spam or potential phishing scams, which is really good. Basically, they're saying that it's going to call from 555-5555, and you see the number from 555-5555 and you could pick it up instead of having some random number call you they take all of your information you thinking that it's Robinhood support and it's a phishing scam and then they clear you out <laughs> so this is a good way to prevent this however i think they could probably go a little step further which may be a, a in-app confirmation some way you know so they'll tell you the number plus you have to go through in the app because that means you have to log into the app hopefully using your two-factor authentication or you use your two-factor authentication. To confirm that it's you in the customer call. Anyway, they should probably go one more step, but at least they're thinking about that. Well, Robinhood is not alone offering 24 7 support. Coinbase announced in a September 22 blog post that it will offer this type of support by the end of 2021 to customers in the US, UK, Germany, and Japan. As you know from last week's episode, uh, we were pretty critical. Decrypt was pretty critical, and the editors of Decrypt were pretty critical on Coinbase, on Robinhood, and everybody who's ever used Coinbase has been critical on their customer support. Let's see if they actually follow through to have good customer support, because it's been a long time, and we haven't got that yet. Robinhood says it's on pace to double the size of the customer support staff, which was which was 2700 in June, and they want to make that to 5400 by the end of the year. NFT trading volume hits $10.67 billion in Q3, up 700% from the previous quarter. I'm going to say that again. NFT trading volume hit $10.67 billion in Q3, up 700% from the previous quarter. I wish somebody would make an index fund for the NFT trading industry or space or market because wow OpenSea broke a record had its one day trading volume record at 136.8 million dollars on sunday the weekend boom was because of a pixel-based avatar cryptodes cryptodes yes 19 million dollars in volume came from cryptodes on sunday so the question i know you're all asking is what is going on with this nft space look i have no clue uh, some people I know are absolutely killing it with NFT space. I don't have the gumption to put money into it and pull the trigger to buy NFTs because the only reason why I'm doing it is not because I like the art. It's because I just want to make money off of it. So I haven't done it because I just don't know what the hell is going on. I don't think Quip Toads is cool. You know, I just don't. But some people are really killing it. A, friend, a couple of friends of mine are absolutely killing it. Just be careful if you're in this. And honestly, there's a lot of great artists in this space. Beeple is still making art. And he made one yesterday about the fall of Zuckerberg because Facebook went down. And it was pretty cool. Follow him on Instagram. And this news probably should have been in the price section. But it isn't. So please, deal with it. SHIB token, biggest gainer in the cryptocurrency market in 24 hours, goes up 53% and 90% over the last week. And people are saying it's because of Elon Musk. He's at it again. He tweets. He puts Floki Puppy in the frunk of his Tesla. He says Floki Frunk Puppy and number goes up. I don't even know if this dog is real, it's so damn cute. It looks like it has to be a fake dog, a stuffed animal or something. It's a damn cute dog in this Tesla frunk. But why is the number going up because of that? Now it's time for my thoughts. Maybe a little rant, take it with a grain of salt. This is not financial advice. If a token goes moon, goes up, 53% 53% in 24, 90% in a week because Elon Musk, well, 90% is not because of Elon Musk, but the 53% overnight, is they're saying it's because of Elon Musk, puts a puppy in the front of his Tesla. Please be careful. A lot of people will make a lot of money doing this, but a lot of people will get wrecked. It's a good day to be a miner, a Bitcoin miner, that is, because you could be making, well, miners in general, because the miners in the Bitcoin space are making $40 million a day. 40 million dollars a day. Of course, that's coming off a low of 6.8 million dollars a day after the having some back back in 2020 May. Of course, in May 2021, the peak was 60 million dollars a day. Obviously, 40 is less than 60, but 40 is not small potatoes. And finally, I want you to go read this op-ed by Liam Kelly, read it from The Crypt. It's entitled, Is It Really DeFi? And I like this because we say DeFi pretty generically to all kinds of different things. DeFi, DeFi, DeFi. But what is DeFi? And how broad can we use that term? Well, he breaks it down here and also breaks down the tech a little bit and why we do the things that we do when we could be doing it maybe differently. And one thing he does touch on is wrapped Bitcoin. Why use wrapped Bitcoin when you could just use Bitcoin for DeFi? Anyway, read that op-ed. Go a little deeper into DeFi. And then if you like, send me an email, Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Share with your friends and family that want to keep up to date with crypto news. And I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling, everyone.